ARE Study Guide Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the ARE Study Guide Podcast. This episode is the first episode for our project management series. Can you believe it? We only have two exams to go. We just have project management, and then we'll do project development and documentation, and then ta-da, we're done, and we should be done with our exams, right? Hopefully. So the project management exam, I personally considered to be one of the easier ones, so that's some good news. I know people have different theories about how you go about taking the exams. I guess the ease I found in it is probably because I took it towards the end. So I had studied for the more technical exams, such as project planning and design and programming and analysis, as well as practice management and construction and evaluation. So all of those exams kind of had overlap on this exam. So that is likely why I found this exam to be one of the easier ones because I had already studied all this material. Nonetheless, regardless of how you take it, um, of all the exams, I would say don't be scared of this one with all the exams always. How well you do is not based on the exam actually being hard. It's if you studied the right material. None of the exams are actually hard. Don't listen to anyone that says they are. It's if you read the right material. If you read the right material, the test itself is actually fairly easy. If you didn't read a resource that was important for the test, you're going to find it really hard because they're going to be testing you on things that you aren't familiar with. So it's going to feel really hard. It's going to literally feel like you're reading a foreign language almost when you get a question and you're like, I have no idea what they're talking about. So that hopefully shouldn't happen if you do a good job preparing with the right resources. It is tricky because they are not very specific about which resources are important for each test. So that can make it a little harder. So if you go into this test and you find it harder than you thought it was and you're like, Lindsay said this was going to be easy and this is not easy, don't fret. Just know, don't take it personal, just know you missed a resource or multiple resources that were important for this test, and try again. Don't get hung up on it. If you ever find a test is hard, don't just review the same resources again. Because, again, if you read the correct resources, you're going to find that it's relatively easy. So, from the ARI handbook... It says that this division will assess objectives related to the management of architectural projects, including organizing principles, contract management, and consultant management. This division will focus on issues related to office standards, development of project teams, and overall project control of client, fee, and risk management. Candidates must demonstrate an understanding of and abilities in quality control, project team configuration, and project scheduling. In addition, candidates must demonstrate the ability to establish and deliver project services per contractual requirements in collaboration with consultants. 
This division will test a candidate's ability to protect the public's health, safety, and welfare by administrating contract requirements and competent delivery of project services, organizing a team to design and produce contract documents, coordinating team activities and project budget, communicating information to all constituents throughout the project delivery process, developing a project schedule that defines tasks and meets milestones. So at the beginning of that part that I just read, and I'm pretty sure it says this at the beginning of every exam division, it says this division will test a candidate's ability to protect the public's health, safety, and welfare. And I think that's really important. I mentioned this in a previous episode when you're looking at which codes to memorize or focus on. It's always related to what protects the public's health, safety, and welfare. So the small details that aren't really focused on protecting the public, they are going to acknowledge that those aren't as important. These tests are making sure that we are enabled to create safe places for our building occupants. So just bringing that up again, in terms of code, I don't I don't know how much um, code was actually in this test, but I feel like it wasn't that much. But the code questions, again, are going to be centered around protecting the public's health, safety, and welfare. So the small little stuff that isn't really going to have that big of an impact. We want to, we want to do our best. We want to get everything right. But the big stuff that protects people is definitely the stuff to focus on learning and memorizing. So this test, the one thing that you might find hard is that there's a lot of logic problems on this test that I don't actually know how you will study for without doing practice questions. So fortunately, there are lots of great practice questions, and I would definitely recommend for this test, taking advantage of those resources, arequestions.com has great practice questions. There's also WeARE, which is tryweare.com. There's Archizam, archizam.com, and Hyperfine, hyperfinearchitecture.com. And I'm sure there's others. Those are the ones I know of. And unfortunately, I didn't use those resources for this test, so I can't vouch specifically on any of them. But the really cool part about all of those resources I just named is that they have free practice questions. So at the very least, take advantage of the free questions. And you can also see which formats uh, maybe resonate most with you and, and then pay to download additional questions for which ones seem like your favorite. So with project management, it was talking a lot about managing and the active practice of managing your team, controlling the project. And those are verbs, right? Like you're doing something. So with this test, they are going to test you on those management practices. So they'll have questions about how to staff a project and it will list office employees and and maybe they'll list 
um, potential employees that could work on a project and you have to find the best employees to pick for that project. And so you can't really learn that in a book. That's definitely going to be a logic-based question where you're looking at calculating fees with the project budget and looking at their skill sets. And again, I found that personally to be easy. I'm sorry if that isn't going to be as easy for you, but I thought it was kind of fun, if anything, just solving logic. But definitely you have practice questions available at those previous resources so you can get comfortable doing those kinds of exercises, especially if you think that uh, something that like that is going to stump you, then I would err on the side of caution and over-prepare. So with project management, you are keeping a project organized, keeping it on schedule and on budget. So a project manager at the beginning of the project is going to build the schedule for their team. And so that means you have to know which activities occur during which phase. Uh, Another part of project management that I unfortunately won't be able to really talk about in a podcast episode uh, is going to be knowing how to read drawings. So in the description that I previously read to you, it says a big part of this test is collaborating with consultants and quality control. And if you put those two things together, a lot of that is going to be clash detection and finding conflicts with the drawings. So so you'll have to be able to know how to read drawings from consultants to understand where conflicts occur. You might think you know how to read drawings, as I thought I did, and then realizing, oh, I don't actually know what all the symbols mean. So, again, I can't talk about this in a podcast episode because this is pure audio and this is a very visual concept, but you definitely need to know what the consultant's symbols look like. So a good way to do that is to just go on Google and search mechanical drawing symbols, plumbing drawing symbols, electrical drawing symbols, lighting drawing symbols, and look for the legends. Just like in architecture, we have our legends. Look for the legends and just try to look at as many of those as you can to become familiar because if you know what the symbols are, then you'll be able to read the drawings easily. But you need to at first become familiar with those symbols because I don't think they will give you a legend on the exam. So you'll have to be able to just look at them and know what the different symbols mean. And again, you might think you know, and then you get to the test and you're like, wait, what's that thing? And that that happened to me. I was like, wait, what's that? So learn to learn how to read the drawings. And again, great for your own practice. Oh, I guess I should add another consultant would be structural. Same thing. Look up um, structural drawing symbols. And again, so we're talking about project management, and a lot of that's organizing consultants. We're talking about mechanical, plumbing, structural consultants. So you have to have an idea of those systems that they work with for this test. There's a lot of overlap here with 
the other exams, project development, documentation, construction and evaluation, knowing what different building systems are. So you'll have to know those. I will not talk about that in this series, but in our project planning and design series, I did speak about some systems. So go back to those episodes. I approximately think that you're going to find those between episodes 15 and 20, I believe. Um, and honestly, just looking at this, I I might suggest just re-listening to project planning and design again. It doesn't hurt, right? And probably um, in that series is probably more information than you need for project management, but it's never a bad idea to over-prepare and remind yourself of those things. If you get the study guide that I have, uh, it'll cover everything so you don't have to worry about reviewing previous study guides. It'll cover everything you need to know for this exam division. Always look at the ARE handbook. I know I've said this a million times, but always look at the ARE handbook and go through and see the very specific topics that they're covering. And another thing you guys can do is look at my bibliography, which I have available on the website. So everything I say on this podcast and everything that's included in the study guides comes from other sources. This is very seldom my own opinion. It is usually taken from other sources, which are listed in the bibliography. So you can go on my website, airystudyguidepodcast.com, go to bibliography, and you can see a list of the 13 books and resources that I use to prepare for this test. So again, you can go a few routes, but you can get the study guide that I have that's 162 pages, um, or you can also just skim the bibliography and see everything I read and read all those things for yourself. And again, I cannot recommend doing practice questions enough for all of the tests. That is a great way to prepare, but in particular, if the idea of having these more logic-based questions that you honestly can't really study for, if that scares you, definitely get practice questions for this test. You can always use the free questions to start and see if you want more practice after looking at those. And so for this podcast series on project management, I'm thinking I'm going to do something a little different and just interview a project manager. Fortunately, I happen to live with one and be married to him. So if I can steal some of his time, that I think is going to be a really good way to look at all of these terms and definitions and ask him to define them instead of just giving you a textbook definition, asking him to describe how these concepts apply in real life, I think will benefit you, especially when you have to problem solve to see how these concepts actually apply to an architectural practice. I think having him describe how he works as a project manager will be really helpful. So I think that's how it's going to go. So I have a list roughly of six big concepts related to project management, and I will try to incorporate most of those into a single episode. We'll see how it goes, but 
that's the plan. So I think that'll also be more engaging. And then you don't have to listen to my voice as much for an episode, which might come as a nice, nice break for you guys. And then after this series, we will look at project development and documentation, which is going to be a little hard. I don't actually know how we're going to do that because that is such a visual test, but I will do my best to guide you with as much insight as I can provide in this audio format. Okay, well, let's get started. In our next episode, we will interview a project manager. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to reach out at arestudyguidepodcast.com. And until next time, bye.